guys! Every week I take a look at the week ahead in sports and I tell you whose sports card values might be affected by the upcoming matchups. This is The Forecast. Sports card investors, I'm Amber Wilson, and it is great to be back here with you. Now, if you're new here, this is The Forecast, where every Thursday I pick out some matchups from the week ahead in sports, and we talk about some players from each matchup, and I tell you what I think that their card values might do based on those matchups. For example, last week, I told you Josh Allen had a pretty good matchup against the Miami Dolphins, a pretty bad or seemingly bad after a couple weeks in the NFL, Miami Dolphins defense. Even though it was supposed to be a very good secondary, it's not turning out that way so far. And sure enough, Josh Allen made the most of that matchup and his card value was one of our top five hottest cards this week if you were able to watch that episode on Tuesday. So that's the kind of info that you're hopefully going to get here every week on the forecast. Now, last week I gave you all NFL. So this week I'm focusing on the NBA. And it's not so hard for me to choose the NBA matchups uh, because there's only two of them. So you know what? Why don't I go ahead and give you both? So that means, of course, we're going to talk some Lakers. We're going to talk some Nuggets. We're going to talk some Heat and we're going to talk some Celtics. You may know if you've watched any of my shows that I'm a sports radio host down in Miami. I host the midday show on 790 The Ticket. I've been on 790 The Ticket for years and I've been bouncing around TV and radio in Miami for over a decade now. So I am a Heat girl. We are the flagship station of the Heat, the station that I'm currently on. And because of that, I'm very tuned into this Miami Heat team. But even down here in Miami, we're a little surprised that the Heat are where they are in the Eastern Conference Finals. So if you're surprised, that's okay. I'll excuse it. But this Heat team has some really fun, exciting players on it whose card values are rising because of this incredible run that they've had inside the bubble. This Celtics team isn't so different. It has a lot of young talent on this team. It has a few budding stars on this team. I'd say at least one budding superstar on this team as well. And those guys are also all very young with very bright futures. So there's a lot to talk about in this Eastern Conference matchup. Let's start in the East. First, I want to mention that all the charts that you're going to see throughout this episode, they come from our Market Movers data platform. So to find out more and to subscribe to that platform, go ahead and check out sportscardinvestor.com. You click on Market Movers on the main menu bar and you'll get all the info that you need. Now, if we're talking Heat Celtics, I'm going to start with my Miami Heat. And the biggest star on the Miami Heat, of course, is a guy named Jimmy Butler. Now, the 31-year-old has completely turned his reputation around in the last year in the NBA. I mean, Jimmy Butler is a guy that we were hearing was a cancer in the locker room uh, a year ago when he was on the 76ers. And now, fast forward, and people 
describe Jimmy Butler with the words, by the way, that the hobby loves. They describe him with words like tough and gritty and clutch and a leader. He is all of those things. He's an incredibly hard worker, and he seems like a uniquely good fit for this Miami Heat team. I know down here we talk a lot about Heat culture. If you guys aren't Heat fans, you're probably tired of hearing about it. I'm going to tell you it's a real thing, and Jimmy Butler fits perfectly into that Heat culture. He's surrounded by a bunch of dudes who have had to claw their way up. There's nobody on this team who's a high draft pick. I think uh, Iguodala might have been way back when he was drafted. I think he was a, I, I think he was a, a top pick. I'm doing that off the top of my head. I'm not sure anybody else on this team was even close to a top pick. I mean, we have guys on this team making an impact who were undrafted. And Jimmy Butler likes that. He doesn't like the guys that necessarily come into the league with all the hype. He's had some of those on his teams before, and I won't name names, but it seems pretty obvious that he didn't get along with those guys, that he didn't think that they were hard workers. Jimmy Butler's had a very difficult life himself. He always had to work for everything that he got. He considers himself somebody who's a better worker than he is in terms of the talent that he's given. He doesn't consider himself somebody with a bunch of God-given talent. I think that's disputable if you're playing in the NBA. I think you probably have a little talent too, but he certainly has made the most of it with his work ethic. So all of those things have helped him with this Miami Heat squad, and he has turned around his reputation. He's also turned around his card value in doing so. The card to watch for for Jimmy Butler is his 2012 Prism Rod. Now, over the last 30 days alone, this card is up 6% in value. If Jimmy Butler, who is the leader of the Heat, can continue to play a pivotal role in the conference finals, then he's going to increase that card value even more. And if the Heat make their way into the finals, of course, all the attention is going to first and foremost be on the Heat star in Jimmy Butler. There's another guy on the Heat, though, who I'm telling you, this kid, he's a budding star, if not a budding superstar. I know you might think I'm crazy. I'm telling you, he's got the goods. And his name is Tyler Hero. Now, Tyler Hero is just 20 years old. He's a small forward point guard, if you're not familiar with him. And Hero was seen as a good rookie to buy cards of throughout the regular season, but he has now emerged as one of the very top rookies to buy from in 2019, just behind Zion and Ja Morant. Of course, those guys uh, were, well, Ja Morant, rookie of the year. Zion, if he'd played the entire year, frankly, probably would have been rookie of the year. And then Tyler Hero has a teammate who finished actually second in that rookie of the year race, who I'll talk about in a second. Tyler Hero's the better player. Tyler Hero in the regular season, a different player than Tyler Hero in the postseason. I think that has a lot to do with the way that this season's gone. I think Tyler Hero, he hit a bit of a rookie wall. It's hard being a rookie in the NBA. You come out of college ball, those dudes are not used to the grind. They're not used to playing nearly as many games in college. So that three, four months off that they had because of the pandemic, I think frankly helped Tyler Hero. He just looks so improved in this bubble environment than he did during the regular season. And he was a good player during the regular season, particularly during the second half of the regular season. But now he is a lights out kind of player, budding star kind of player. If you watch any of these heat games against the seas, the broadcasters are just fawning over Tyler Hero. His card to look out for is the 2019 Optics PSA 10. Now, Hero's card value in the last 30 days is up 18%. 
He's owned Coach Spo's trust. So look for Hero to continue being on the floor during crunch time. That's really key here. Hero's getting a lot of minutes in the fourth quarter. Spo absolutely trusts Hero. That is a star in the making. I think his card value continues to rise. And if he can do it, a 20-year-old in the NBA Finals, that helps that card value even more. Van Adebayo is another young star for this Miami Heat team. He's only 23 years old, an all-star, and somebody who's really valued inside the organization around the NBA now. He's become a name and also somebody who's valued in the hobby as well. So let's go ahead and take a look at his 2017 Prism Raw. Over the last 30 days, this card is up 33% in value. Now, big men, they don't usually command much value, in the hobby. Certainly not as much value as guards do, but Bam has found his own way to attract attention in the market. Fans love when a guy makes the jump from being seen as average, a guy who's a low draft pick, he doesn't have a ton of hype coming out of college, and then he gets into the NBA, he improves every single year, and he becomes an all-star. He is a budding star in the league. The market also loves seeing that upward trajectory And it's the cherry on the top when that upward trajectory has a moment like he did when he stuffed Tatum at the rim. Uh, How unbelievable. Everybody remembers that block in OT against the Celtics. He won that game for the Heat in game two. And that was the moment of that game. He's got that poster moment that quite literally will be on posters if the Heat get out of this Eastern Conference Finals win it and head to an NBA Finals. Kendrick Nunn. I mentioned that Tyler Hero has a teammate who finished second runner-up in the Rookie of the Year voting to John Morant. And that guy was a guy named Kendrick Nunn. Now, Kendrick Nunn is 25 years old, so he's older than the couple young stars who I just mentioned, but you might not be so familiar with Kendrick Nunn. He's a guy who comes out of college undrafted. Now, one of the reasons that he's undrafted out of college, people couldn't believe it. He comes into the NBA. He immediately has an incredible impact in the first half of the season for the Heat, and people could not understand how Kendrick Nunn was undrafted. Part of the reason he was undrafted, if you take a look at his time in college, is he had some legal issues, disciplinary issues in college. He has certainly turned things around for himself and made an immediate impact here in the NBA. His card to take a look at is the 2019 Optic PSA 10. Now, over the last 30 days, Kendrick Nunn's card is down 23% in value. I mentioned that rookie wall that Tyler Hero kind of hit during the season and then has super bounced back from in the postseason. Well, Kendrick Nunn has not bounced back from it. First, Kendrick Nunn's rookie cards have been a disaster. So that's that's outside of Kendrick Nunn's fault. I, I mean, he was an undrafted free agent, which I told you about. So he never even had a true iconic Prism rookie card. And then second, the first top tier rookie card of Nunn, his 2019 Optic, was actually printed in the factory incorrectly. Somehow Panini's printing process forgot to put Kendrick Nunn's name on the front of the card. And believe it or not, I do think some of these unfortunate circumstances had a negative impact on Nunn's relevancy in the hobby. 
Then you couple that with the fact that Nunn's value has also probably dipped because Nunn's play has significantly dipped. He's not getting much time here in the postseason. He's taken off of the starting rotation. He's benched. Goran Dragic is starting over Kendrick Nunn, and he's clearly a player whose Spo is working in here and there, but very limited minutes in this postseason, in this bubble environment. Kendrick Nunn would need that huge playoff performance to come back up in value, and frankly, I don't see him getting that opportunity. It'll be interesting to see what he does next season when he's got a full season to work on things again, but right now, I'm not sure I'm predicting an immediate impact, at least in the positive, on his card value here for these upcoming matchups. Turning our attention now to the Boston Celtics. Jason Tatum. Tatum's only 22 years old. And all right, I told you I'm a Heat fan. We're going up against the Seas. I have to admit, I really like Jason Tatum, man. He is a good player. His card to watch is this 2017 Prism PSA 10. Now, what's going to shock you, because Jason Tatum is that guy I referenced who I think is a budding superstar. I think Jason Tatum has the potential to be a superstar for the Celtics. His card value is down 35% in value over the last 30 days. To clarify, Jason Tatum, he hasn't done anything wrong to make his cards drop in value. Obviously not. The Celtics are in the Eastern Conference Finals. Jason Tatum has everything to do with that. The drop was the result of the recent market correction after the buying hysteria that ensued when sports finally returned to action. So when basketball came back in mid-late August, his card was up over $1,000. Now the market that sobered up a little bit, and his card has leveled off somewhere around the six dollars $700 range for the time being. It's easy to forget how much his card had risen in value for the year as a whole. I mean, we can take just the last 90 days, okay? In the last 90 days overall, his card is up 30% in value. So yes, you have that dip, that 35% decline in value if we only look at 30 days, but over 90 days, His card's up 30% in value. Jason Tatum, obviously, still a valuable card to have. Many see Tatum, like me, as a great long-term investment because they see him as a budding superstar. Everyone's always looking to invest in guys who could become that perennial top 10 player in the league. Tatum has certainly earned his way into that discussion. Now, Tatum plays alongside another young star in Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown's card to look out for is the 2016 Prism PSA 10. Over the last 30 days, Brown's card, like Tatum's, it's down 25% in value. His cards are down for the exact same reason that Tatum's are down. It's just the market doing a little self-correction after the huge spike that happened when basketball returned. Overall, Brown's card has been trending up very quickly as people have taken notice of Brown's skill set, which has improved significantly each year that he's been in the league. If you take a longer view of his card prices, you'll see that his card has been trending in the right direction for some time now. So if we're looking at the last 90 days, his card is up 52% in value. Now, Jalen Brown has taken another big step forward this year, and many consider him to be a budding star in the NBA. I think Tatum's that budding top 10 perennial, you know, superstar generational kind of player. Jalen Brown, though, is a star or a budding star in his own right. The only thing that could potentially hold his card prices back is that he's the number two guy behind Jason Tatum. 
Now that I covered the Eastern Conference Finals for you, I want to remind you really quick, guys, that if you haven't done it already, please subscribe to our channel. You click the bell icon. It's really, really easy. Subscribe. Do it now. This is the kind of content that we bring you. Now, we talked about the East, so let's talk about the West, and we'll talk about, you know, who the Heat are going to see in the NBA Finals. And of course, that's either going to be the Los Angeles Lakers or the Denver Nuggets. And let's start by talking about the biggest star in the game and frankly, the greatest of all time. Don't at me. And that, of course, is LeBron James. Now, LeBron James 2003 tops Chrome PSA 10. Over the last 30 days, his card has remained essentially stagnant in value. LeBron's a living legend, okay? His card value is going to appreciate over time. It doesn't matter if he retires today, if he falls on his face, if he starts sucking, no matter what he does, his card value it's going to steadily incline over time. Similar to other established vets, guys like Aaron Rodgers and his sport, nobody's running to eBay because of a single good LeBron performance in a game. Frankly, we've come to expect those performances, so we've become, I guess, a bit immune to those performances in the hobby. The only thing that might really turbocharge a steady appreciation here of his card prices is if LeBron adds another ring to that ring case. And if he does it in a Lakers uniform, it remains to be seen whether he's going to be able to accomplish that goal. Now, the second biggest star on the Los Angeles Lakers is a guy named Anthony Davis. And that's saying a lot because AD is a star in his own right. His 2012 Prism PSA 10 over the last 30 days is down 28% in value. Now, similar to some of those other guys I just talked about in the East, AD's card, it's not down because of anything that AD actually did. At one point in early August, when the hysteria over sports returning was at its peak, AD's card was selling for $3,500 a pop. Now, the market, it went through that correction I told you about. His card came back down to earth a bit. It leveled out around $1,500 in early September, and then it's been climbing steadily ever since. So now this card is trending back the right direction, and that's helped by Sunday night's performance in Game 2 when he had that insane buzzer beater against the Nuggets that just absolutely ripped out the hearts of every Nuggets fan. Kyle Kuzma. The 25-year-old has been really inconsistent, an inconsistent third option for the Los Angeles Lakers. His 2017 Prism Silver PSA 10 is down over the last 30 days, 30% in value. Now, unlike AD, whose card is down because of nothing AD did, Kuzma's card is down because of something Kuzma did, and that's being inconsistent, like I mentioned. Kyle Kuzma's high card prices can be attributed to him existing alongside of LeBron and AD. That helps, but it doesn't last forever. Kyle Kuzma actually has to do it on the court, and he has to show that he can be a consistent option doing it on the hardwood alongside LeBron and AD. He needs to rack up big performances here in these Western Conference Finals and in the NBA Finals in order for his card value to go back the proper direction and increase in value. He's got a long way to go in that department. Let's turn our attention to the Denver Nuggets. And Nikola Jokic is trying to have something to say about those other guys walking into the NBA Finals, even if most people expect them to do just that. Jokic is 25 years old. He's seven feet tall. And frankly, 
He's incredible. His 2015 Prism PSA 10 is up about 7% in value over the last 30 days. Right after the Nuggets came back from that 3-1 deficit against the Clippers, the second time the Nuggets came back from a 3-1 deficit in these playoffs, Jokic's card shot up from $440 to $680 over the course of 48 hours. Two days. His card value went up that much. Now, of course, the Lakers, they have so far proved to be a difficult matchup for this Denver Nuggets team. And Jokic's card has come back down a little bit in value. It's selling at the $500-$550 range. The $500-$550 range. Even if the Nuggets don't advance to the finals this year, okay? Keep an eye on Jokic's cards because you're talking about a guy who is a dominant center in the game and should be for a very long time. He's a young guy and he has certainly propelled himself to stardom in these playoffs. All right, guys, so let's talk about Jamal Murray. His card to take a look at is his 2016 Prism PSA 10. Now, if we take a look at the last 30 days, his card price is down about 6% in value. Nothing crazy, nothing notable. Over the course of the playoffs, if you've been watching the this Nuggets team following Jamal Murray's performances has been like witnessing a roller coaster ride. When he and Donovan Mitchell were going back and forth, they were trading those 40 and 50 point performances. Jamal Murray's rookie cards were all the rage in the hobby. Many people believed that they were witnessing the next Damian Lillard, and so they were scrambling to buy up his cards while they were still underpriced. He had that epic series against the Jazz, of course. Then against the Clippers, really, he had one notable game, Game 7, where he dropped 40 points. And then with the start of the Lakers series, he was putting up consistent numbers, nothing crazy. And then, of course, on Tuesday night, he had everything to do with the Nuggets getting past the Lakers. So even if the Nuggets don't get out of these Western Conference Finals, the next season is right around the corner. Jamal Murray is only 23 years old. If he can show a bit more consistency in his career, I expect those card prices to rise. Michael Porter Jr. His 2018 Prism PSA 10 over the last 30 days is down 66% in value. After wowing everyone early on in the bubble with multiple 30-point performances, Michael Porter Jr. has been pretty inconsistent as of late. He had those huge regular season performances, and the market for his card actually really did start heating up. Many people had been stashing away his 2018 rookie cards in hopes that the former number one projected overall pick would eventually get healthy and start to ball out and live up to those expectations. His long-awaited breakout was followed by a very inconsistent period here, and frankly, even the occasional hesitancy to even shoot the ball. Those things affect his card value. Investors are questioning whether he can truly develop into the star that many people expected that he would become. If he can become a more consistent scorer in the years to come, then you're going to see an increase in that card value over time. But I'm not sure there's anything here that he can do in the Western Conference Finals in the immediacy to change our minds about him. Now, guys, 
I want to remind you real quick that all of the charts that you're seeing throughout this entire episode, they come from our Market Movers data platform. If you want to find out more about that and subscribe to it, make sure that you go to sportscardinvestor.com, click Market Movers on the main menu bar. So guys, there you have it. It's been really fun hanging out with you. Again, I do this every single Thursday on the forecast. If you're not subscribed to the channel, make sure you hit that bell icon. Please subscribe. Also, I filled in for Jeff this week for the top five hottest cards of the week. Check that out. That episode dropped on Tuesday. Jeff will be back to have more content for you this weekend, and I will see you guys next Thursday. Thanks for watching.